horror lovers. Welcome back to another episode of Deducation, the Teachers Talking Terror podcast, where Courtney and I, well, we're, we're past introductions at this point. People know who we are. Yes, we're on episode hopefully. three. We're in episode three. We're, people know. Um, but no, we take a movie and we watch it. And of course, it's a horror film. And then we talk about what it's like to be a teacher in this environment. And this week uh, was another one of your selections. What did you want to watch this week? The Terrifier. Terrifier. Uh, a movie that we will be getting into, but I think it, I think it's fun first. How Was this a movie you'd heard of prior to... Uh, I Kind of dumb. Was this a movie you've heard of prior to hearing about it? That's not really what I mean. But like, what um, was your... I what know was what your, you mean, yeah, What was this introduction to you? So my introduction was we were... Uh, Actually, we were doing drills at volleyball, and I went over and stood by some girls because they were doing more talking than working in hopes that they would start working, and mm-hmm. they're talking about the scariest movies they've ever seen, and they went to go see Scream, <laughs> and uh, Terrifier popped up on the list. Which so. is which is funny because you go that way to redirect their efforts, but once you realize they're talking, yeah. about, they're talking <laughs> about your podcast topic, then you're like... Okay, well, I'll listen for a moment yeah. <laughs> before I get them back. <laughs> I've done and that then, too. You go to you go to get kids back on task, and then you realize you kind of like what they're talking about. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, um, okay, all right. Now let's get back to passing and calling the ball. Yeah. So this was this this was the scariest movie these girls had ever seen. <laughs> yes, and I actually asked them why they thought it was the scariest movie, and um, because he stalked girls. That was their reasoning. I had, I had, I have these same girls in one of my classes, uh, and had the same conversation after we had talked. I went, because uh, of course I will find out. I'm not a big fan of this movie, but we'll get to that <laughs> as we go along. And uh, and so I'd ask them the same thing, like, "What's scary?" And and one of them, PJ, uh, she's like, "Because it's so real." And I'm like, <laughs> I go. What kind of planet do you live on that this is real? Yeah. Well, it could totally happen. I'm like, again, in what scenario do you think this actually happens? And she's like, but it's just, it just could. And I'm like, no, no, it couldn't. No, because as, as soon as someone dressed like that, I don't care if it's Halloween or not. As soon as a, as soon as a cat dressed like that walks through the door of a diner and just starts acting all creepy without ordering, he's going to get bounced. Yes. And, and, yes. And but they're like, "Oh my god, it was so scary." And I'm like, <laughs> "It wasn't scary. It was just gory and gross." Mm-hmm. And they're like, "But it's so scary." And I, and then of course in my mind I'm like, "Oh, I can introduce you to scary." Uh-huh. And so I I did. I I uh directed them towards a, a couple of movies that I thought, "Watch this one and it'll get you." Of course, one of, they were all pumped to go watch it. Uh they come back the next day and and another student was like, I got like 10 minutes into it and turned it off because I was bored. And I'm like, okay, you gave it 10 minutes. You gave a 90-minute movie 10 minutes and bailed. Like, okay. So that's that's the clientele we're working with. And this movie, <laughs> this movie does jump right into it. Yes, um, it does. And so, uh, you know, we start off terrified. You know, we start with that, like, that TV, like, interview. Mm-hmm. What you were, this woman's, like in the dark shadows, you know, cause she's, she's so horrific looking. She's a survivor of the attack. Um, and so we've got the uh, Monica Brown is the, 
I know a Monica Brown. Do you know? I do. I was going to say, I do too. (laughs) Uh, So there's a Monica Brown that's the TV anchor, the TV talk show host that's talking to this. Just she's severely disfigured. We haven't seen her face, Um, but she's a sole survivor from a previous Halloween. Now, if this is your first time watching it, you don't really know the timeline of things yet. You don't know who they're interviewing, but when you finally see her revealed, you it's just very grotesque. You know, very grotesque. Matter of fact, like, honestly, more grotesque than I thought she would be based on how she got that way. Yeah. Like, like, she looked more straight, like, burn victim. Agreed. She, for the, you know, 30 seconds that it happened to her, she, she was very torn apart. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so the the host mentions that, you know, this is where we get, like, our, our, our story. You know, she talks about... Um, the killer art the clown and how he's disappeared from the morgue and he might be still out it's just, it's your trope it's your it's your jason your freddie your michael myers it's it's the whole they're never gone they're never down mm-hmm. although she she insists no 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 he's dead i saw it i saw it happen um but somebody's watching this show because again it's on tv and we discover that it's art the clown watching this television broadcast because apparently he's still owns property or rents out yeah, a warehouse something or, i've always wondered where the killers in these movies like shack up like uh-huh in the real world you've got to pay mortgage or rent like you're gonna have bills um like he's he's got electricity here so what does his electric bill come to like art the clown <laughs> like how does he pay this thing <laughs> um but you know so he's he's preparing for another night out uh art the clown is um and so this is you know the show's over he kicks the tv shatters it and uh then we cut backstage where monica's on the phone with her boyfriend what happens what happens to the host of the show while she's backstage acting very professional yeah yeah she's just trash talking of um how this is going to get views because the guest was so ugly yeah that she couldn't believe it and the clothes behind her start to shake a little bit so she walks over to check him, and this is our first jump scare. Mm-hmm. Did, did it get you? <laughs> it didn't. Yeah. It there. I'm not gonna lie. There were some that that got me pretty good. Yeah. But this one didn't. And um, your television guest speaker popped out from the clothes and just plucks her eyes out. Yeah, gouges them right out. Yeah, of I was. Gonna, I don't even know if it'd be like pluck. Like her fingers just go straight into. And she's just sitting there laughing about it. Yeah, yeah, just laughing. And so uh, that's how the movie starts. You know, we start with a murder that's not Art the Clown. Um, but we see Art the Clown preparing for his night out. Yes. Uh, and this, <laughs> this is where the timeline gets... It gets goofy for us, the viewer. Um, it plays itself out. But uh, we're Halloween night again. And we have two... Um, I don't. I don't want to call them actresses, because actor. No. I I think actresses have some, some sort of relationship with the craft of acting, and these two these, these two girls did not. These are just two college girls they found out on the road. Yeah, these are dressed friends, up for Halloween. Yeah, friends of the director, I'm sure. Fam, pro, more than likely, probably family members of the director. <laughs> uh, Tara and Dawn, um, they leave a Halloween party, and you know they're drunk because they just keep saying they're drunk. Yeah. They don't actually act drunk. They don't. No, they actually sp- walk a pretty straight line and yeah. talk pretty They're, well for being as drunk yeah. as they There's are. There's no slurred speech. There's no fumbling around. It's just, I am so drunk. 
Uh, and, you know, it's so believable because of their insane acting chops. Uh, <laughs> so, to be fair, though, this movie did have a budget of like $100,000. And okay. so you're not going to be... And I think all of it was spent on special effects. Um, so you're not going to you're not going to get too much bang for your buck uh, no. with one hundred thousand K. And so they uh, they're headed back to Don's car. They have this petty little argument over who should be driving, who's the less drunk. Um, and then finally, I don't even know which one's which uh, Don is. Yeah, Don's the blonde. The blonde. Don's yep. the scarecrow. Um, and Tara. So, yeah, I don't even know what Tara was. Uh, I don't know. Terrified, I guess. Yeah. Get it? it. (laughs) Uh, They see a strange man in a clown costume. Then Tara has an idea. Hey, let's... I know this late night pizza joint. Let's go sober up. So they go to a pizza joint. And and... that's the smartest thing. The only smart thing she did all the movie. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Never see him. I don't even... They never even eat. No. I never never see him eating. They just go Mm -hmm. sit in this pizza joint. Uh... We do get the benefit of seeing Tara's iPhone go dead with a battery screen I've never seen on my iPhone. Yeah. You know, it's your very blatant. It just flashes the dead battery symbol <laughs> at you. Uh, that doesn't happen on an iPhone. But whatever. Movie magic. And then who, who comes into the pizzeria? Art the Clown. Art the Clown. This is a busy night at the pizzeria because they're handling phone calls and making pizzas. And it's clearly late because they're talking about how late it is. Um... And so the girls, Tara's really creeped out by Art. Yes. Um, he just sits at the table across from him and just stares at her. Dawn, who clearly is still drunk because she keeps saying so. Um, and she's definitely the more flirty of the two. Yeah, most uh, definitely. You know, she hops up and starts taking selfies with Art. Um, who, he just keeps making faces at mm-hmm. Tara. Uh, I mean, he's, he's got a creepy look. I'll give him that. Yes, and he's even creepier because he hasn't said a single word yet. Right, right. Which so it's is, like, yeah, not, <laughs> that is kind of creepy. Yeah, a lot of people, you know, when they put Scary Clown, they go immediately to Pennywise. Mm-hmm. And, they, and they think, well, or they, or as most kids say, It. <laughs> they just refer to the clown by the title of the movie. It's It. His name's It. <laughs> um, and so... I do love Halloween with the little kids walk through school and, and like, what, what are you dressed up as? It? And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Wait for a kid to like actually be wearing like a poster. <laughs> um, but yeah, those, but and he is creepy. Pennywise is creepy, but he's definitely more comical and talkative. Mm-hmm. Art definitely has the look of somebody who did his own makeup. Yes. Uh, and so he's got that going for him, I suppose. Um, he... He asks her, he excuses himself to go to the bathroom and shortly afterwards he gets run out of the pizza place because uh, he had basically made poop graffiti all over the bathroom yeah. walls. Pucasso. Yeah. No, as pretty, we call it in kindergarten. Yes, Pucasso. <laughs> uh, does that do you have any budding art the clowns in your class? <laughs> Not this year, I Not don't. So far? That's good. <laughs> So far, which is good because I don't handle that. Oh, I would not either. I nope, would not either. I can't. I would like to think that by the time kindergarten rolls around, your kid can handle that. Yeah, but I hope so. Hope so. Um, so they're done pretending to eat. They head back to Don's car. The tires are slashed. And here we meet Vicky. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
another she actually has some decent acting ability yes but it's also easy to say that when you've got tara and dawn as the as your competitors Uh uh-huh so we call vicky that's tara's sister hey i need you to come pick us up she's working on some midterm or something i don't know it really doesn't matter but she's gonna come save them um they're sitting in the car waiting which is a smart move we're just gonna sit here in the car and wait until Tara's got to go to the bathroom. And she goes into this, I mean, like I said earlier, that was the only smart choice she made. Mm-hmm. Because now she's going into this creepy looking abandoned building where some guy's out front smoking a cigarette. Yeah. And she's like begging him to let her in to go to the bathroom. Right. And I mean, I guess I could give him that. I get where she's coming from. She's got to go to the bathroom. And he is reluctant to let her in, which, which to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I may be just a naive guy about this, earns him a little bit of safety points. Yes. You know, that he wasn't like, oh, sure, come on in. Yeah. Just you and me alone. uh Uh-huh. Like, this isn't my building to let people in. Yeah. So I I felt that that earned him a little bit of credibility because he wasn't on, you know, you didn't get the vibes that he was harmful. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was trying to push her off. Nope, we're not. I can't. I'm working. Uh, but she talks him into it. And like you said, he's he's there to exterminate. They're going to bomb the place, bug bomb the place. And uh, the place is just disgusting. It is. Like top to bottom, it's just disgusting. And so he lets her in, t- shows where the bathroom is. Of course, it's disgusting. Um, Tara runs into yet another character that doesn't matter. Um, the lady with the doll. Yeah, this lady was really weird. Yeah. Like, she she was kind of a creep in herself um, because she's looking for, she thought that Tara was her new neighbor. Yeah. In this abandoned building that's going to be bombed for rats. Yeah. And she's still in there. Yeah, I don't think she actually lives there. I think she hides out there. Okay. Because yes. later on in the movie, when we when we kind of see where she's living, it's almost just like this back storage area yeah. that she's you know, squatted in. Mm-hmm. Um, but Tara, a, another somewhat wise decision, plays along with it. Instead of being, you know, distant and disruptive, she just, yes, I'm new here and we will get together. You know, I'm going to play along to get this creepy lady out of here. So while Tara and Dawn are taking care of all this stuff, what's Art doing? He is... Went back to the pizzeria. Oh, yes, yes. He went back to the pizzeria and took care of the employees that threw him out. Yeah, yeah. And, the, yeah, the pizza cook is still trying to clean the poop out of the bathroom. Uh, yeah, and he's like, I want overtime or I want, you know, a raise for this. This yeah. is so unsanitary. <laughs> and he's right. And, <laughs> and it, yeah, he is. <laughs> um, and as he comes out to, because his boss wasn't answering him, and as he comes out, like, his boss is head is was it on a pizza pan or it was yeah like he was yeah he was decapitated and his head was placed on a pizza pan and um that's where he then runs into art yeah who then takes care of him and basically butchers him oh yeah yeah so art is uh he's a destructive he's a destructive yeah. person here yeah um and this is really i mean i time wise i don't really re- remember how far we're into it but we've introduced pretty much all the characters so mm-hmm. far 
And this is the first time outside of the disfigured opening where we've seen Art doing violence. Yes. Um, and so, yeah, Art, he takes care of the pizza workers because, you know, they bounced him. So, Tara... No, Art leaves there and then this is where he abducts Dawn. Yeah, she had heard that two pizza workers <clears throat> oh, had yeah. been brutally murdered and... The car door opens and she's like, oh my gosh, you'll never hear what I just heard on the radio. And it's Art the Clown who opened right. the door. Yeah. Th this whole radio broadcast thing is is dumb. Yes. Um, <laughs> because there's absolutely no... Uh, like, There are two employees of the pizza restaurant. Both of them murdered and butchered. Neither of them calling for help. So somebody then, my guess is... Somebody came into the pizzeria after Art had finished and left because I don't and, and then saw what had happened and called 911, which is understandable. But then the radio broadcast is, you know, it's believed that Art the Clown is be on the lookout for. It. And I'm like, wait a minute here. There is no way that if somebody walked into the pizzeria and saw Art doing this, he wasn't going to let them live. No. And no. so therefore, like there was just. There was really no basis of reality in this radio broadcast of be on the lookout for a clown dressed in black and white as he's believed. I'm like, why would you believe he did this? You guys think he's dead. Exactly. Yeah, because that was that's what was just on the TV channel. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, which I guess that's, you know, flashing forward. Yes. Yeah. But... I mean, we, we haven't straightened the timeline out yes. yet. But still, why would you think Art the Clown, like, why would you have a name? Why would My you have only, a description? <laughs> the only guess is maybe the pizza worker didn't get Art the Clown written in poop off the wall yet. Possibly. but That's that's my only guess. Yeah, I suppose that... that, that the <laughs> but <per> still. <laughs> yeah, it's still a real stretch. Why would, you, why would you go into the bathroom after seeing them brutally yeah. murdered? We got to puke. <laughs> Probably. And then when you get in there and you realize that's not a sanitary place to puke. Um... But so, yes, then he pops in the car and now he's got Dawn. Mm hmm. Tara, who's still wandering around the building because it was a very straightforward walk to the bathroom and now she can't find her way out. Yes. Um, she encounters him in the building. Okay. He's chasing her around. It's kind of, it's a pretty like suspenseful cat and mouse kind of game. Uh -huh. She's getting away from him. And like I've talked about last week, she's getting away from him in that I'm going to run half speed. And make you think I'm running full speed kind of way. Um, so he's she's hiding behind cars and really not moving around a whole lot. Like no. she's working harder to keep an eye on him than she is trying mm -hmm. to get away. Uh, and so she thinks she's got away, and he he like cuts her in the tent and like the Achilles with a scalpel. So oh, yes, um, you know he's he's she still gets away though. Because yeah. she gets back up to Mike, the the exterminator, and you know she's trying to get a hold of him. He's got headphones in, but then Art like dr drugs her and pulls her around the corner and you know knocks her out. This is where my I'll admit my my tainted view of slashers changes here, because most slashers in horror films kill. They will yes. either track you down or but once they get through once they once they get you, they aim to kill you. I there aren't many that 
use like chloroform. Mm-hmm. Especially if they're not based in reality. Like you'll see like slashers with humans involved. They may drug you, but the person's a human. Like he's not yeah. really a slasher, he's a serial killer. But this like Art the Clown thus far has not given any premise that he's like a human. His mm-hmm. teeth are all messed up, like Yeah. You know, uh and so for him to drug her, that's my first one of like, what why don't you just kill her? Because he had a show for her. I uh, I suppose. Anyway, which, I'm gonna let you describe this show because this is leads. this is yeah, this is the scene that that sticks out about this movie to the people that see yeah. seen it. And um so she then comes to after being drugged and he has this thing under a sheet and he pulls the sheet off and there is Dawn hanging upside down naked. Almost naked. She still has on underwear. Yes, she still has underwear on and her mouth is duct taped. Yes. So she does, yes, still have underwear on. And um, Tara is panicked because that's her best yeah. friend. Yeah. And, she, to, and to be fair, hanging upside down is one thing, but she's hung upside down spread eagle. Yeah. And um, she is just 100% exposed right here. Mm-hmm. And Art picks up this... Hacksaw. Yeah, that is, I mean... The strongest, I guess I've never used a hacksaw, so I don't know how strong they are. But this just starts at Dawn's crotch and it just cuts her mm-hmm. straight in half, all yeah. the way to the tip of her skull. Yeah, hacksaws are typically used, um, you can get blades for them, like, to cut metal. You know, okay. so, they, I mean, if, with the right blade, it could definitely do this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it just saws and he's her right in, And he's enjoying middle. it the whole time, like... He's looking back at Tara, and he's, like, smiling. And yeah. meanwhile, it's, like, all with one hand. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And she's not swaying back and forth. She's... No. <laughs> um, my, <laughs> my my tongue-in-cheek favorite part of, of this scene is he's a good three-quarter ways slicing her down the middle. And she's still screaming somehow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. Her intestines have flopped out onto the ground. <laughs> He's clearly past, like, her sternum. Yeah. He's split her rib cage, And she's still screaming. Like, mm-hmm. I would think you are dead by that yeah, point. Yeah, your intestines have fallen out. Like, yeah. there's nothing... You, you are deceased, and yet she's still screaming. Uh, so, Dawn was determined. <laughs> <laughs> she was a fighter. Yeah. And then he didn't even split her all the way. Like, he stopped. Yeah, he stopped, like, right here. Yeah, he turned her basically from a Y into a V, yeah. and then left her. A lot of blood, a lot of blood yeah, in the human lot. body. But uh, it was pretty gross. Uh huh. It was gross. And this is the scene after talking, because of course I'd seen it, talked to the, the class about it, and uh, this is the scene where the girls are like, "It was just so gross." I'm like, "Oh no, it was gross." But guys, yes. it's, it's not like it would definitely be scarier for a female than a male. However. It's not realistic. It's not. Like, you're going to be fighting the whole time. Yes. I mean, come on. It's yeah. it's not going to be that easy. You're also not going to feel it after it gets to your belly button. I feel like you would have bled out already. Yeah, yeah you're you're so, dead. Yeah. yeah. So, at this point, Art's just, he's put in way more effort than is necessary because uh-huh. she was dead way before he got all the way to where he yes. was going. <laughs> uh, and then we just, uh, Tara breaks free. Um, and she escapes and this is the second part that drives me nuts about art she escapes 
and like she's gonna run and she like comes up on art and he pulls a handgun on her mm-hmm. and shoots her <sighs> yeah like but every... he didn't even shoot to kill no everything in his little bag of tricks at the beginning you know he's picking up this like rusty hatchet and you know he's got these different weapons that he's made and they're all just very like barbaric and brutal and then he pulls a gun like to me it was like that just was a cop out like shooting someone with a gun doesn't take effort no it's not there, there's no stalking involved with a gun because it's a even a handgun is a long can be a long distance weapon yep and and so that really art lost a lot of brownie points for me there when pulls a handgun it's like to me it's almost like that should have been like a last resort you couldn't take care of tara you had to use a gun um needless to say he uses a gun uh shoot he and he does he 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 does shoot her to death at this point um vicky's still on her way but he he shoots her down and then just really disturbing as he like lets loose like the rest of the clip into her face mm-hmm. but the camera's like on her face as he's yeah. doing it and it's just it was it was it was much it was much yeah um so the cat lady sees it and she well the cat lady being the baby like the, the creepy <laughs> lady that's what they credit her in, in the movie is cat lady. cat lady you never see her with a cat but they call no. her cat lady so uh she sees it she hunts down mike the exterminator begs him to call the police Mike just thinks she's insane. Art shows up, knocks him out with a hammer. Um, you know, she runs off, drops her baby, runs off. Uh, and then she finds... Then, of course, it's... <laughs> like any abandoned warehouse, there's a very deep catacombs of pipes. Yeah. Um, so she discovers Art. He's got her doll. Um, you know, she's trying to be... She wants her child back. She starts like mothering Art. She cradles him. He starts Which, sucking his thumb. It's yeah, just this was like really weird, disturbing. Well, and and kind like, of unnecessary. Like yeah, like she's like, have you felt no mother's love before? Right. And she's like wrapping him, and then it, you know, the camera shifts, and he's like yeah. side profile sucking his thumb. Right. It's just and it's weird. like what is what is yeah. going on? It's just yeah, it's just real un like. It was at this point that it was like, yeah, there is there is no plot to this movie. No, I, I, I was going to say, p- pick a lane none. and stick in it because yeah. it's just gore scene to gore scene. So Vicky shows up and tries to call Tara, but her phone's dead. Tries to call Dawn. Dawn doesn't answer, but then texts her right back. Mm-hmm. Tara's sick, come around to the back of the building. It's Art, of course, who uh, who knows how to unlock Dawn's phone. Yeah. Um, even if she had face ID, it's not going to work because <laughs> you cut her face work. in half. <laughs> Look, uh, so Vicky's now in there, and really, it's just Vicky and Art. Um, you know, the cat lady still. Uh, so Vicky, you know, she's lurking around looking for Tara. She discovers what she thinks is a, like a a, a nude backed injured Tara. She thinks mm-hmm. that it's she thinks that it's Tara laying there, struggling to move, face down. And then she sees over in the distance, um, like this another mutilated body. Uh and who was this mutilated body? 
Well, we had the cat, the cat lady. Yeah. But then we had Art with Tara's body, like. Oh no! This was this was the cat lady's. Okay, so this was the one that she had come up to first. Yeah. Um, but then as that lady flips over, she's mutilated, and then Art comes up like wearing Tara's body. No, that was that was the cat lady. The the body laying over in the distance. He had killed the cat lady and scalped her, and then cut off her chest. Oh, and it was okay. the cat. It was the cat lady's body he was wearing, but it looked oh. because she had dark hair. And so when yeah. when Vicky come in, she thought it was Tara lying there injured. But before she tended to her, she sees this body laying a few feet back, missing. I mean, it was missing her scalp, missing yeah. her breasts. It was just like stripped away. Well, then it and then Art sits up and Art's wearing the scalp and the and the chest plate of the of the lady. So that makes sense then, because when I was watching it, I thought that that was Tara's body. No, it was which Art. Then yeah, later it was Art on when acting it as Tara's body showed, I was like, "What in the world is going on?" Right. Fair enough. What is the world? <laughs> what in the world is going on? Could be the plot. That could be the subtitle yeah. of this movie. Uh, and so Mike's coworker arrived. Let's, you know what? It's in Act Three. Let's introduce another new character. So Mike's coworker arrives and is looking for him, but then he's quickly decapitated by Art. Yeah. Um, again, it must have been a little extra money in the budget. So let's mm-hmm. bring in our friend and uh, and use the special effects. Vicky escapes Art, but she stops because this is where she finds Tara and her. You know, she finds Tara's corpse again, just bullet ridden. Yeah. Um, Art attacks her uh, with a the weapon's called a cat of nine tails, um, and it's it's basically um, oh it's it's a small I don't know it's hard to really explain. It's like a whip with yes. little like yes. almost nail not nails but like maybe shards of metal on yeah. it or glass. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's a stick with several smaller whips on the end, but each whip has has like sharpened materials. So he's yeah. got like a pair of scissors and a scalpel, like just something that's when you whip them, it's not going to, it's not just going to do whip damage. It's going to do slice damage. As yeah. Well. Um, and so she gets attacked with this cat of nine, Mike, who we thought was dead, uh, but he's not. Nope. He's um, back now. Yeah. Mike's back. He wasn't for, he wasn't dead. Uh, Mike shows up um, and knocks art unconscious. And so, Vicky and Mike leave, call 911, but before they can get away, Art shows up again and kills Mike. Mm-hmm. Like, we think, like, Art has died so many times in this movie. Yeah. Uh, so Vicky, many times. Yeah, Vicky goes back into the garage, and then again, strike three. Art just drives through the door with a pickup truck. He takes yeah. the truck of, of Mike's, like, co-worker. So, so far, we've seen this, like, supernatural being of art because he could die repeatedly <laughs> you know but, but he also uses chloroform and a yeah. gun and he runs people over with vehicles um so he runs he runs vicky over uh and then just begins eating her face something mm-hmm. we haven't seen him do all movie no. long uh the police show up but art in his last little trick you know they want him to freeze or we're gonna shoot you art uh pulls a gun out and shoots himself in the in the head um before he can be apprehended, you know, yeah. your typical murder-suicide setup. 
so apparently the morgue of this hospital is just some back <laughs> like down <laughs> this you know down a long it's, hallway yeah it's the neighboring of this abandoned building oh yeah it's um, right, right next door that's where the morgue is <laughs> and um so now the coroner is like oh i've i've seen bad things it's gonna be a bad night might as well you know let's go get some coffee and the cops are like you're good luck identifying this guy by his teeth because he is just blown apart yeah and it opens and flashes to the body bag and there is just i mean i i don't even like that was supposed to be art and he's just this person is just blown apart yeah and then the coroner looks over to another body bag and he goes to open it and there's art the clown with absolutely no no damage done. damage yeah nope done to him at all perfectly fine and he reaches up and grabs him yeah and then now we get the the wrap around from the beginning yes. we cut to one year later where vicky who survived the face-eating attack uh has been released from the hospital and yeah. has been rehabilitated from those injuries uh and so she is actually, it's discovered that she is the severely disfigured woman being interviewed at the mm-hmm. beginning of the movie, um, which it's, it was misleading because at the beginning you think she was attacked by art and then art's about to go do the, the, the stuff that we're watching. Yeah. But like you said, the beginning of the movie is actually one year later. So what mm-hmm. we see art preparing to do when he breaks the TV is he's getting ready for another night of carnage. Yeah, and it's, that's why, like, he was so upset and kicked that TV in when Vicky was like, Art the Clown is dead. I yeah. know he is. Like, I saw him die. Yeah. And uh, and then, of course, she murdered. And that is, that's Terrifier. There is a sequel. Um, the sequel, uh, this movie has a following. Uh, <laughs> it has a very devoted cult following. Um the sequel of this movie I came out last weekend and was in like 900 theaters nationwide. That's small. Wow. Um, but it still cracked the top 10 in, in, um, <laughs> in box office. And even though it lost a couple hundred theaters this weekend, it's down to like 700 theaters nationwide. It's still in the top 10 of, wow. of box office. So the people that are seeing this, um, I mean, they're big fans of Art the Clown. Yeah. You know, he's got a following for sure. Um, and, uh, you know, and plus the media comes out and like Terrifier 2 is making people pass out and vomit in the theaters. And so some people are going to go see it just based on that to see yeah. how brutal is it. Uh, I'm going to take a pass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not wasting my money. No, no. Uh, and so, but yeah, that's that's Terrifier. The scariest movie ever seen <laughs> by a bunch of 14 year olds. Uh, <laughs> I look forward to them actually seeing something that's going to scare them. I know. Um, <clears throat> giving them the time to, you know, yeah. watch more than 10 minutes of something yeah, that's ex- actually scary. Exactly. So what are you going to put in the grade book for this one? Um, you know, so I am on that generation of the jump scares get mm-hmm. me. And this movie was definitely a lot more like, I don't want to say suspenseful because you almost knew what was coming yeah but it was a little bit more suspenseful than the previous two but it's getting a c minus i 
You know what? I'm also going to give it a C minus. Yeah, I was. I was late. I was going to give it a C minus anyway. I'm going to give this a C minus because um, mainly out of respect for what the director has done with $100,000. Uh huh. Making a movie is hard. Making a movie is expensive. And to, because the guy that directed it, uh, Damien Leone, he also wrote the movie and he also edited the movie. And so this is this is cure, clearly his vision yes. from start to finish. Because while there's other pieces involved in making the movie, you know, you first have to write the script, which he did. Mm-hmm. And then you have to direct it. So you really have to make sure that what you have down on paper makes it in the movie. And then yeah. the editing is really where you're putting the, the puzzle together. Um, and by doing that as well... Uh, this really is the culmination of what we see on screen is exactly what he wanted because he wrote it and then he directed it and then he pieced it together in the editing bay. And so a hundred thousand dollars, the, the special effects were good. They, I, um, yeah. And I, I have a huge soft spot in my heart for practical effects. I think, uh, you know, CGI done well is great. Uh, I think Jurassic park is an amazing movie and you couldn't make any of the superhero movies, like the Marvel movies, without without special effects. But they also have massive budgets, and yeah. and so they have the ability to pay for the great special effects. Hundred thousand dollars, you don't. And so by making this movie with, you know, with with grit and actual materials and having it physical, uh, good for them because you know it takes creativity there as well. And yeah. so that's why I give it a C minus. Is um, it didn't scare me at all. Uh, it it because I'd seen it once before. I knew what to expect, so I wasn't as yeah. grossed out this time as I was the first time. But um, it's just not really for me. I think he understood the assignment, and uh, and with a different teacher, um, I think he would have got a higher grade. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I just it wasn't satisfying the standards of what I have for a horse. Yeah, they're. There was just no, there was no main idea. No, no, there was definitely no, there was no plot. There was no, there was no character arcs. There was, you know, there was no, and really, you know, if slashers, I don't know, like, it's important that not everybody dies. And while Vicky didn't die, she also, she just got lucky, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and we talked to, you know, I talked about it on my, you know, on my other show about a lot of times the final girls are just the ones that just got lucky. Yeah. Um, and so, well, like, and even maybe it was last week uh, with Nightmare on Elm Street that, you know, Nancy was the force against Freddie. She didn't get yes. lucky. She was prepared. Yeah. But in she... this one, like Vicky got lucky that the police showed up. Uh-huh. That's the only reason she's still alive. Yeah. Um, and so, I don't know. It's, it's made. It's there. It's just not for me. No. So, um, how? <laughs> I would quit. <laughs> yeah. Ed- educators in this environment, I, am, I don't really know if it plays in, really. Like, Yeah, I'm not not 100% sure about that at all. Yeah, there's no school-age children at all. Uh, the cast is very small. Um, I guess, yeah, I, I don't know. You can't it... te- and you can't teach common sense. No, you can't. And Tara and Dawn had none. None. Um, I don't know. Like, 
because we see, I, I guess the only thing would be, and this, and this tiptoes the line of, of, well, it's outside the lines of curricular education, Yeah, you know, but, but you girls like Dawn don't become that way at her age. No. They've, they've been flirtatious they've... and, and very disrespectful of boundaries for a long time. They're in, yes, their entire life. Um, and so I guess that would be kind of the two cents is when, you know, having high school students and you being a high school coach, we know which of our kids, you know, um, we know which of our students could turn into Dawn. Uh-huh. And, and it's important, I guess, to, to be another, another influence because, a lot of times these kids work really hard to keep their parents out of their personal lives. Oh, for sure. Yes. And so, but that doesn't mean that all the adults are out of their personal lives Yeah. because we see how they act at school and their parents don't see that. And so having conversations about self-worth and respect for yourselves, but also respecting boundaries and not being so naive that just because you're cute doesn't mean you're safe. Yeah. Um, you know, I think those conversations are important. Because I don't know from experience, of course, but it's easy to assume nothing's going to happen to you until it does happen. Mm -hmm. And if you're not mentally prepared to avoid situations like that, um, yep. they're, they're going to take advantage of you. Yeah. Like, um, don't, don't. Don't go act all cute with a strange guy. Right. Please. Just Girls. just be, just because you're overconfident. Yeah. Just because yeah. you think you're Yeah, that's well put. <laughs> Don't go act cute with a strange guy just because you think you're out of his league. Mhm. Mm um and that's what I think Don did in the pizzeria is yeah. I'm cute and I'm I'm hot and he's kind of a freak so I'm doing him a favor with these. Yep. Um and of course it obviously backfired. It very much so uh tara tried but she, she just, did she was just outgunned yep. i mean literally <laughs> literally uh, outgunned. No, no pun intended but yeah she just <laughs> he was just too much for her mm -hmm. um and so but yeah it's you can never be too safe no and there are definitely lessons that can be learned prior to having a mistake yes um you know, I guess it kind of goes in line with you think of like a, a busy intersection without stop signs. You know, you don't have to put stop signs in once an accident happens. Exactly. Yeah. If, Be proactive. If you recognize that there is a need for stop signs, put them in. And so mm -hmm. same thing here, you know, that these girls, any girl, any student can be proactive. They can do what yep. they need to do to minimize the risk involved. Um, and so there you go. I guess there's your lesson. Uh, but yeah, other than that, we, it was a real stretch for this one. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, I was thinking like, okay, um, nothing has even been shown in the school setting. And I right. was like, and there aren't any kids. <laughs> no. So I was like, this is, yeah. I'm like, I, I guess we could have, I guess <laughs> we could have gone the route of like, uh, English teachers out there really push the importance of a plot. <laughs> <laughs> Character yes. development, you know, something because, uh, you know, don't leave it completely to the art department to tell the story. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> yeah, because that's what happened here. So, all right. Uh, that's Terrifier. 
got that out of our system. There you yes. go. Uh, it's our first low. It's our first low achieving student. <laughs> it is. Uh, uh, and 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 again, once again, I'm I'm kind of happy that you weren't on board with it. Each week, I think we're finding more of our zen in terms uh-huh. of what we like. I know there's going to be some that we differ on, but we're we're pretty much three for three yeah. with how we would with how we would evaluate mm-hmm. these movies, which is good. Um, next week, we're gonna have our first guest. I'm I'm really excited to see how that goes. I am too. Uh, not only we're we gonna have a guest, but we're gonna have a special guest. Yeah, because this is a horror podcast, and we we're gonna have we're gonna have a witch. We have a witch as a guest, um, and so that's exciting. We're gonna have yes. we're gonna have Delaney on. We let her pick her movie, and mm-hmm. uh, and she had run some by me. She goes, well, there's um, she goes, there's the witch, which is a great movie, by the way. Uh, well, I haven't ho- seen it. If you're not surprised, <laughs> I'm not. Hopefully, we cover that at some point. It's a slow burn, but it's so good. Uh, you know, there's she said there's the witch, and there's a couple others she spit out that I that I've seen a couple one that I haven't, and I'm like, okay. She goes, but then I thought about the craft. She goes, but I just don't think it's as she goes. I don't think it's as much of a horror film as what you guys are covering. I'm like, it's absolutely horror. Like you got you got four girls in high school that like turn themselves into witches. Of course, it's a horror film. Um, and so she's like, okay, let's do that one. She goes, because that, that's in a school setting. And I'm like, perfect. That's another one that, like, my formative teenage years, that movie came out. I think it's 96, maybe. I was born that year. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, 1996. Uh, yeah, I was, uh, I was not. I, was, I turned 17 years old that year. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, The Craft is, is what we're going to cover next. With our guest, uh, Delaney, who has her own podcast. I can't think of the name of it right now. but um, Two Dumb two, Witches. Two Dumb Witches. That's what I thought it was. So Delaney from the Two Dumb Witches podcast will be joining us next week as we discuss the craft. It's a fun one. It is. It's a, yeah. IMDb has it as a 6.4. Um, it's got some actresses you might recognize uh, and some you might not. But it's definitely, like for me... Growing up in the eighties and nineties, this is a very eighties ca- or very nineties cast. Okay. Like these, these faces were very uh, recognizable and very often used in nineties cinema and TV shows and things like that. So we're going to be covering the craft next week, and then the week after that is Halloween week. Yes. So we should probably watch the original Halloween. We talked about it in our first episode. I think that's important that we'll cover that one for Halloween. Uh, for the week of Halloween, I uh, I actually watched the newest Halloween last night. Um, is that is it like Halloween ends? Halloween ends. Okay. It's gotten very divisive reviews online. Uh, everything I've read so far is some people are like it's trash. It is the worst movie ever. It's the, I can't believe they did that. And then there's the other end of the spectrum, and I kind of live on this other end of the spectrum that are like, I like what they did with it. Mm-hmm. It you know. And, and I've got my reasons why, but it, I found it good. I did. Um, I can very easily understand why people did not like it, but I think there's a big difference between are you, and, the, and I know you haven't seen any of them, but as, as we watch them, are you, you know, I think the people that didn't like it are Michael Myers fans more yeah. than their Halloween fans. And the people that liked it were more... 
were more fans of Halloween and the direction, well, not direction, but just the, the, the risks it was taking. And okay. like I was, like I was telling my wife before we watched it, uh, she fell asleep for like the last half hour, which I felt bad. Cause like, that's what everything wraps itself up. Um, but I go, it's not, I, everything I've read is it's not a stock, 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 you know, stab, stab, stab. And that's how virtually all of them are. Yeah. Uh, and this one's not. And so with that, it really, it changes the narrative a little bit. Um, I can't say it, it leaves the doors open for more. When you call the movie Halloween ends, you've got to get rid of something. Yes. Um, and, and really there's no, like I told her last night, I go, very difficult to bring one particular character back okay because of the end of this movie like they've 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 tried to get rid of characters before that pop up later even jamie lee curtis's character like they've gotten rid of before and then brought her back later mm-hmm. but i'm like ah, for what they just showed on screen i don't know if you're gonna bring this back so <laughs> um but it was good i enjoyed it uh, have you seen anything outside of the, the podcast? Have you been watching anything or you just been too busy? Honestly, I've just been too busy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I have played some criminal minds in the background while I'm folding laundry or lesson yeah. planning. But other than that, no, when or, does vo- it's been a horror film or criminal right. minds. Right. When does volleyball end? Two weeks. Well, okay. I guess this week is our last, like, Season week, and then the week after that is postseason. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I think my movie watching is going to really slow down because I start junior high basketball practice tomorrow. So, yeah, it will. That's the devotion of my afternoon today is Mm -hmm. getting first practice plans ready. Yeah, but that's that. Uh, Hopefully, we can entertain and get some of these volleyball players to watch something a little bit scarier <laughs> than Terrifier. I know. I feel bad for them that the scariest movie they've ever seen, they really just meant grossest. Yes, um, grossest and most, like, the most startling movie maybe. Yeah. And, and even then, like, there were several, but you could, like you said, you could almost anticipate them coming. Yes. Because you know he's lurking around, so mm-hmm. you know what's going to happen. Uh, yep. But yeah, it's it's good. Uh, it's a good, good episode, not a good movie. <laughs> uh, well, do you have anything to, to throw out before we sign off? I don't think so. Okay. So, well, for Deducation, uh, we've covered Terrifier in week three. We will be back next week covering The Craft with a special guest. Uh, and until then, it's, it's October. So I guess watch some horror films, everybody, yeah. and uh, enjoy yourself. And uh, don't stop just because October is over because we're going to keep doing this week after week after week for the rest of our lives. (laughs) This is what we're doing. So, all right. Well, thanks for coming by and spending some time with us. And I hope you guys all have a good week. See you later.